time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I, I'm a fan of a drag queen named Trixie Mattel. If you don't know <laughs> who that is, uh, I will just say off the top before you Google that Trixie is an acquired taste. Okay. Um, so I have a story. So, you know, I I watch, I listen, I, I adore Trixie. And Trixie does many, many things. But recently, um, I don't know, this season, I don't know. What day is it? I don't know. <laughs> doesn't matter. How many times have you started a conversation where you're trying to remember the time and you're like, it doesn't matter? Um just me I know it's not just me (laughs) anyhow Trixie released a music video okay and she did a cover of Blister in the Sun by the Violent Femmes and so here I am watching this oh new content from Trixie so I'm watching this video and I always get excited to see what she's up to whether she is you know trying out toy uh like easy bake ovens or like uh showing her off her like barbie collection by the decade or just doing like all kinds of amazing random nonsense i also am a really big fan of her her own music uh, and songwriting which is like um you know folk country really beautiful stuff so blister in the sun this is like you know um it's not her song (laughs) uh it's a fun song I listened to it as a teenager for sure. Um, But, you know, I was like, I'm watching the video and it's like black and white and it looks really cool and the outfits are cool and like it's a great pop music video. But there's something was happening as I was watching this. I don't know what was going on. Like, I know that I like her and I watch her, but I was watching and I felt like I was seeing something else and I couldn't really put my finger on it. Like, I was entertained but not in the usual way that I'm entertained there was I don't know something kind of pulled me in I felt like I was watching something new unfold some like something really subtle but important and um I really just couldn't figure it out and then I kind of just ignored that little instinct you know I was like yeah whatever like you're a fan (laughs) you're enjoying it we don't need to overthink this entire situation (laughs) and um you know, so it wasn't that this, you know, she, I've seen her do covers when the pandemic started. She was doing these full coverage Fridays on YouTube. Uh, really enjoyed those. Um, I've seen her have fun. I've seen her dance. I've seen her wear costumes. I've seen all this stuff before. Um, but there was something different, not about what she was doing, but about how she was showing up. And I felt like I was witnessing something that I couldn't put my finger on. I read this comment. I came across this comment because I was having this feeling. And then I kind of skimmed down and I see this comment. And it's by someone named Gary. (laughs) Gary Barrowiden. Barrowiden. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. So this person named Gary comments. 
This is a fully realized Trixie. Talk about evolution. She looks so good. Makeup is so gorgeous. Hair is expensive. Her dress is perfection. Energy is so high. Performance is playful and authentic. My God, and that's God with a small G and a W. She is a full-on pop star. And it was, you know, the video had been up for like, I don't know, a few hours, and there was already thousands of people agreeing with Gary, (laughs) as Trixie fans will do. But here's the thing. There was that one phrase, and I was like, aha, this is a fully realized Trixie. And I was like, yes. I don't know what it is, but that yeah. I was like, there's something about this, like... And it's not just the expensive hair and it's not all that stuff that, you know, when she first started out was like a dream that now she has. Um, It wasn't about that because I've certainly, you know, we've seen her in expensive wigs before. But what was going on in this moment, you know? And so I'm going to tie this, you know, (laughs) what is this episode about? Well, it's about keeping things fresh, actually. So fully realized Trixie. This is interesting, right? In the personal growth world, what would we call this? If you've, you you know, if you're like me, you know, you'd love to read these books, you love to do these things, and you've probably used or heard phrases such as future self, ideal self, uh, the playing big self, your seagull self, your me times a thousand, my ideal self image, my best self, my ideal self, my power self, whatever. These things where usually when you're working with a coach or you're, you know, manifesting and dreaming about a goal, you think about the version of you that already has what you want, the version of you that's in this dream that you want to move towards, right? So, It's all kind of the same thing, Um, but, you know, it's just called different things, different names. There's different doors, but it's the same room, right? It's the room of your image, your imagined self, this oak tree, if you will, of like what you know you could be, the design that's in there. Um, And that's not always the case because sometimes you might be imagining, like you might be an oak tree and you might be visioning a willow (laughs) and you're... Like, it's like, "Mm, no, (laughs) I mean, it's not fixed. It's more like what kind of, what kind of oak tree? Anyway, getting into the weeds, the weedy, weedy weeds of the the willow. Anyway, um, you know, it's this like, what, this is how, okay, this is, (laughs) once again, coming to you with no notes, just, well, very brief notes, um, I like to think of this as when we when we're doing this exercise, it's not like imagining that you're a completely different person, right? Like there's certain things that I can change and there's certain things that I cannot change about my experience as whatever Danette Relic is in this go around, okay? So when I am imagining that self, no matter what it's being called at the time, it's like if everything got out of its way, if everything got out of my way, if everything got out of the way of like stopping the growth, if the obstacles were removed, if the conditions were optimal, if there was love, if there was sun, if there was just the right amount of storms for strength, if there was room to really grow in the way that I'm capable of, right? Like if you plant something in the yard and then you plant things way too close to it because when they're small, you just want a cute garden that looks lush, but you don't realize that they need room. Like they need room. They're like, I can't branch out with this 
lilac thing next to me. Like I need space. My roots need space. So when I am envisioning that, I am envisioning, you know, what is the potential of this life force when the conditions will allow it to reveal itself? This is the first time I've actually just kind of said that, but I think that's really like, that's where I go with this ideal self stuff, right? It's like, tap. so it taps into intuition. What is your sense? What is your desire? Which ways do you feel like, I just got to branch out or I just got to go tall or I just got to, whatever your version of the plant is. You know, I think that our instincts and our delight are actually um, messages from that seed within us, telling us which way to grow, <laughs> right? Um, so all this coming back now to Trixie and the fully realized Trixie dancing around to Blister in the Sun, okay? There was, I don't know if it was, it wasn't even the whole video and it wasn't even just the dress or the hair for me. It was, there was a way in which she was moving. There was a way, it was when the, when the whispering happened and there was just some dance move and I was like, oh my God, I just felt something in my body. And it was like, this is this glimpse of this effortless expression, you know. Um, it made it was aliveness. It wasn't calculated. I mean, of course, this whole thing is edited, <laughs> and uh, but there was just something that really like rang true, you know. Um, and you know, I want you to think about. So maybe you're a Trixie fan, and you're like, I know, and maybe you're like, oh. I, I know she is a no, thanks, <laughs> or whatever. But imagine, if you will, someone that you admire, okay? Someone, someone maybe a celebrity, an artist, a creator, someone whose expression we, you can witness and you've been witnessing. And imagine or try to like reflect on one of their works maybe. Maybe it was a particular concert that you went to. A particular way that they sang a song they've sung a million times but it just everything was hitting the notes and you were like oh my god like I can die happy now that I've seen you know this um or like a book or something or a film where you're like this is just a masterpiece this is the this is them being them the best like if you were trying to explain you know David Lynch to somebody <laughs> good luck um but there's like a moment where you're like this this encapsulates the best of everything of what I see and what I love in this particular artist expressing their weird tree the way they need to express that weird tree like it's like it's there's just a feeling of like that's just what it's meant to be that is the fully realized David Lynch in this moment you know um so I want you to think about that and about the impact on you, right? Like if you were going to share that artist with someone, if you wanted someone else to like this musician that you love, which album (laughs) would you tell someone to start with, right? Like, do you be like, okay, if you really want to get into this band, this is what you need to hear. Because if you don't like this, you won't like them. That's what I'm talking about. Make sense? Okay. So, um, now, why did this thing, so this whole thing of this fully realized Trixie, I was very excited about it for all the reasons I've already talked about. The other reason is, you know, when you do this work on the regular, maybe you are new to this. I'm so excited for you because this kind of imagining <laughs> is like super powerful, right? Um, 
to imagine yourself to like go oh my god I can see it and like it's it's so exciting I remember the first time that I was led through this in a coaching exercise and it was like oh my god it's not like you're seeing the future it's not about predicting but it was like it just blew a door open on my imagination right off the hinges I was like there's so much that I can access through this um and you know here we are I mean I don't know how long ago that was but many 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 years later many many visions later many books later many versions of future self ideal self seagull self best self blah 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 self all this stuff right I've read it I've done it and just like the word organic or authentic right um they maybe you know wholeness I don't know they maybe popped into the scene and they resonated and they they named something that hadn't been named before in that way and it was you were like oh yeah authenticity oh god authentic and now it's like you don't hear it the same way anymore right you've heard it a lot now like you know, potato chips can be authentic and it's just not quite that rush of <laughs> like a spiritual excitement that you might have had when you first encountered this, right? So when you do personal growth work and you're doing it ongoing, these tools, you might make up that the tools stop working, right? Yeah, I did that future self exercise and it was so good, you know, when I first did it, but yeah, I was like 23. So of course it was. And now I'm just like this bitter person, <laughs> who just like doesn't believe it anymore but it pops up in another way you have to keep it fresh this is like you know keeping your personal growth sexy uh sparking it up a little bit you know (laughs) you have to like keep it exciting I um I was reading uh how to change your mind by Michael Pollan and he was talking about his um exploration and research on um, mushrooms and other psychedelic substances. And um, it was, it's, it's a really fascinating read. It also go, talks about research and history and all this other stuff. But what I, what, what I wanted to share with you right here is that whether you've done, whether you've gone on a fun trip or not <laughs> ever in your life, he was like talking about how aware he was when he came back from a really rewarding visual amazing psychedelic experience what touched him and moved him so deeply and then having to write about it because he was right he was doing this so that he could write about it and share the information as well as for personal reasons but he's like how do you write this down like he started noticing when he would write it down and it's like everything is love you know and he he heard himself and he's like I know how this sounds I am paraphrasing a whole lot, by the way, but he's like, I know how this sounds. I know how I sound. And, and when he would try to say it to someone, like he could tell they were like, yeah, cool, buddy. But like, of course they're responding that way. How many times have you heard someone go on some drug trip and then talk about it's all connected and you know, (laughs) whatever, right? Like it's not, it's cute, right? But maybe you've had an experience like that. And you're like, no, it's real. <laughs> like, it's really real. And um, he just had such a hard time writing. And as a writer who feels very deeply, I I was really enjoying um, this aspect where he was just talking about how hard it is to put into words. And he's like, it's not like he knew he sounded cheesy, but he also knew it was true. And he wanted to be true to his experience. 
and say how beautiful it was and how big love was and how awakened he was. But he's like, how do I do this in a way that like, here are the words I can use, but I know that when they land, they're not going to communicate with anyone else, which is kind of the point, I guess, of written communication. And he said, "There, here's an actual quote. I'm <laughs> relaying some stuff here, but like he said that a, a platitude is a truth with the emotion sucked out. So think of how many times you've heard this, these, these you know, cute, cheesy phrases, and you feel nothing, <laughs> right? Until like maybe you've, you're newly in love and like all the love songs feel real again. Well, what's going on, right? Like, have you ever done that where you're, you know, um, on a holiday or in love or in some really great, you're, everything's come together, you're in a fabulous moment of life you're having a freaking amazing time and all the songs resonate right like oh my god yeah like whatever like (laughs) I don't I can't think of anything right at this moment but like you're just thinking about the sunshine and it really does fill my soul and like you know love is like a rose unfolding whatever right and you you feel it that's the difference the words were always true what's changed is if you're in love or you're happy and free and on a holiday or something and this, you know, you have access to this flow of emotion, your emotions are illuminating that truth, that truth that is like repeated and repeated and repeated and becomes a platitude because it's like the emotion is sucked out of it. So what happened to Michael Pollan on this trip is that the emotion was brought back into the truth of everything is love. And when you really think about it, And you really feel that everything is love. Hold on. Hold these emails. Hold these bills. Hold this, you know, Twitter war I'm reading or whatever. Hold on. Everything is love. When you feel that, really feel the truth of that, of course, it's going to take your breath away. It'll make you like weep, you know, like when you really, really go there, if you've ever had you know, if you can't access it now, maybe you have a memory of that. That memory was real, you know? So I was, you know, reading that book around the time I watched this poster in the sun video. And I was like, there, I was excited because this idea of the quote unquote from Gary fully realized Trixie. I was like, oh, here I felt emotion because I'm excited by Trixie. It was a new video. And me, the life coach who has used all these tools before... <laughs> I was like, the emotion got back in. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's a fully realized net? What is the next fully realized net? What would that look like? If someone wrote that comment about me saying, oh, my God, look at Danette. This is a fully realized Danette relic. What might they be looking at? What do I sense? Not to perform for them, not expectation. And it's also not about perfection. It's not about staying there right? It's this moment of reveal, this effortless being of you, the expression of you. It's got to come from within, right? Um, What would that look like? So what would that look like for you, dear listener? Have you had moments of that before where like you just kind of lost sight? Maybe you told a joke, you were golden. You just, they were coming out of your mouth. You just, the timing was perfect. You were making everyone crack up and you just kind of smile softly and you just felt like maybe it was a moment like that. Or maybe it was a quiet moment 
you know, where you're working on something, you're building something and your instincts are just sparking just gently, beautifully, rhythmically, like the numbers are coming to you, the equations are coming to you, the connections are coming to you. It's all lining up. There's harmony in your intellect. Maybe that's what that looks like. What does it look like for you? I would love for you to think back, remember moments where that's happened, where maybe you've noticed it in yourself. Maybe you've noticed it in your friends, right? So see what it can look like. So in case you're holding yourself to a really high standard, uh, which we sometimes might do, see if you can do that for a friend. What is those moments of like fully realized version of them? And then bring it back home to be like, okay, if I let them have like cooking macaroni and cheese is this moment of a fully, you know, serving it with whatever is a fully realized version of my friend. What's one of mine? Um, I think that this, you know, when we fall in love, the emotion comes in and we are connected to this hope and to this possibility and to this excitement. And I think we do get to see these versions, these glimpses, these facets of our fully realized selves um, when we're loving, when the emotion's there, but it doesn't have to be involving another person. So um, think about what that would be, the fully realized you, what would someone be witnessing? What would they be describing? How would you be showing up? And think about your gifts, your style, your humor, your assertiveness, what would be in full gorgeous expression and basic, and it doesn't have to be, again, doesn't have to be loud, right? You don't have to be an extrovert to, you don't have to have a music video for this to be happening, right? So don't compare yourself to an unattainable version, you know, but uh, that's not what this is for. It's not about going, okay, how can I recreate it? I've got that version. How can I recreate it? Um, it's to just get a glimpse. It's to, it's to have that version, that moment, whisper us forward. I think that's what that those future self, these ideal self exercises do so beautifully. It's hopeful. It's love in action. It's what is possible. It is holding space for what we can and what we are growing into. It's calling us closer. You know, and this whole thing about discovering that in ourselves, getting to know this other self, creating the loving conditions. This is what I do with self-marriage and the art of self-marriage, right? This is the container where it's like, okay, it's not like we're trapped in here together. <laughs> Let's see how long we can do it. It's like, where are we going? What would love do to you? What would that kind of freedom and encouragement of, you know, exploring your creativity, um, allowing yourself lots of chances to experiment and, and uh, explore what would be revealed. This you in love with or without anyone, right? You in love, sure with yourself, but just in love, period. <laughs> you in a state of love, you in the act of love, you in this expression of love, of who you are, of who you're becoming, of who you used to be, it's always here with us, who you are in this present moment, and this beautiful delight that no one else can ever be. No one else will ever, has ever been it. <laughs> There's only been one you. It hasn't been done before. Think of how many people have been on the planet. Not one. 
like you. Close, but not quite. You're the only one who can be a fully realized you. Get in touch with me if you would like to say yes to this exploration, to live more of this fully realized you, to get engaged with yourself and join me in the year-long program, The Art of Self-Marriage. You can check out the website, RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. You can also email me directly, Danette at RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. And big thanks to Allison Tarr at Tech Coven uh, for this episode, for making every episode of The Soft Shoulder possible and for helping create this wonderful new program. I can't wait to deliver it to you. I can't wait to see what the fully realized you could be. You are someone worth loving. It all starts with you. Take good care. I'll talk to you soon.